I'd like to share some ideas connected with uh, the breaking of the luchos, which is something that uh, that uh, is, is one of the things that we commemorate on Shivas of Tammuz on the 17th of Tammuz. Um, and uh, you'll see later on, we'll talk a little bit about one of the other things we commemorate. The, uh, we're going to read also in the, the, the selection that we're going to read in the Torah is also related to the episode of the, of the Ego and the breaking of the Luchos happens uh, right afterwards. And we're going to read about the, the second Luchos also. When the Luchos were broken, so uh, the Gemara tells us in, in Psachim, the Osios Porchos, that the letters flew up. Now, we find a similar expression about the letters flying up uh, in, in one of the more tragic, uh, extremely, extremely tragic episodes in the Talmud that uh, Rabbi Hanina ben Teradion, uh, who's, who was brutally murdered by the, by the Romans, so they wrapped him up in a in a sefer Torah. They put wet uh, cloths by his heart, uh, and they burned him. And they 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 put the wet cloths to to preserve the uh, the time that he would be that he would that he would uh, stay alive but suffer. And uh, his his Talmidim asked him, "What do you see, Rabbi?" And he said, I see that the parchment is burning, but the letters are flying. And it's, it's the same expression that the Gemara uses with regards to the, uh, to, the, to the breaking of the luchos, the letters flying up. Now, we learn in, in, in our Gemara that we're learning in, in, in Shabbos, so uh, Rab, Rab, Rab Shimon Shimon Lazar says, Somebody who is standing uh, at the time of the Yetzias Nesham, at the time when the soul leaves a person's body, when a person is passing away, so he does, he has to do Kriyai, tears his garments. What is this like? Like a, like a Torah that's burnt. And uh, Rashi directs us to the episode in Tanakh where there was a burning of of, of Kisvei Hakodesh, and the and and it makes a point of saying that the people who were there didn't, as they really should have done, they didn't tear their garments. What is the analogy between a Sefer Torah burning and being there when a person passes away? So so there are different approaches to this. Uh, but the one, the one, the Ramban says, he says, "Veli nere, shanefesh baguf keazkaros begvilin." That the nefesh, the soul, the some inner part of a person in in the person's body is like azkaros begvilin, which is like the names of the Sefer Torah on the on the on the parchment. Gvil is one of the words for parchment. So, when a person passes away, it's like you're witnessing the burning of the Sefer Torah because the the letters in the parchment are 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 splitting from each other. Just like when the Sefer Torah is burned, the letters flow up to heaven, and when a person passes away, 
his his letters, meaning his 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 soul flies up to heaven, and 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 the body is gone. We actually find that one of the five things that happened on Shivasa Batamas that is listed in the Mishnah and Tainas, uh, it's the sixth sixth Mishnah of the fourth parak, is is that Sarafapustamas Esatora, that there was a Sefer Torah that was burnt that was burnt by this Apustama. So not only were the Luchos broken, where the the uh, the writing of the Luchos went up, but there was a Sefer Torah actually burnt. Uh, by, by this epistemus, and, and we can fill in the blanks, perhaps, the parenthetical blank, blanks, that, 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 that those letters also flew up to heaven. Now, um, this particular, uh, like, these are tragic events that happen. Breaking of the Luchos, the burning of the Torah, but, uh, and there is a side where you just, you just appreciate the, the, the sadness, the, the tragedy of such a thing. And a person is sensitive to, to the way the world should be, the way the world is, so, so it, that's, going to, that's going to move him on a, on a tainus. But we have another aspect of the tainus, which is doing tshuva. And then the question is, what are Chazal trying to teach us about the kind of tshuva that we're supposed to be doing on, on Shivasar Batamas by sharing with us these particular these particular uh, um, tragedies. So, just to put two and two together, we might suggest perhaps uh, from this phenomenon of the the breaking of the luchos and the burning of the Torah, which is parallel to a person passing away, that within ourselves we should uh, we should work like the like the Ramban says. We are made of a soul and a body, and our walking Sefer Torahs, actually, the Gemara actually uh, uh, compares standing up for a Sefer Torah with standing up for a Talmud Chacham who's got the Torah within him. Our spiritual side and our physical side are like a Sefer Torah. And so then, if, if, uh, if this was a day when, when the, the Luchos were broken, if this was a day when a Sefer Torah was was burnt. Maybe it's telling us about something, something about keeping our ruchniyastik aside, our spiritual side, and our physical side together. And and the the thing perhaps we have to work on today is the connection between our body and soul, the connection between our goof and our and our nefesh, and keeping that sefer Torah kosher, so to speak, keeping the keeping the letters on the parchment. I want to suggest also that perhaps it involves one of the avodas for for uh, for Shivasa Batamas is keeping the goof and the nefesh of the Torah together, keeping the Torah with its with its body and soul. And I'll tell you more specific ways what I mean. Um, the with regards to a person, so one thing we should we should perhaps focus on on Shivasa Batamas is realizing that in the connection between our inner part. And our physical part, who is in charge? Are we going to have the, there's many Mishalim, the cart leading the horse, the tail leading the head, or are we going to have the head leading the tail and the horse leading the cart and the person driving the horse leading the horse? We have to make sure that we have our priorities straight and that it's our, 
It's our spiritual side that is our guiding our physical side, and not our physical side, which is dragging along our spiritual side to places that it doesn't really want to be. So step number one in terms of, of perhaps a, a direction in, in a tshuva of, of Shivasa Bhattamas in in can keeping our soul and body properly connected is to make sure that the one who's in charge is our soul. And that means now that is a general theme. So that's a that's a value that's a value in Judaism that we that we give priority to spiritual things over physical things. Um, but if we just walk around with that idea and not our head, so then our life might keep on going the way it's been going in in a problematic way. We have to make those micro decisions of our lives based on that piece of, of, of priority value. In other words, when we're, let's say, I'll give, you, I'll give a classic example I was thinking about. Uh, let's say you're at a, uh, you're at some kind of a simcha. Simcha is usually, there's usually, Jewish simchas usually involve the spiritual part of the simcha and the physical part of the simcha. Like there's the eating and there's the dancing. Dancing a little more spiritual. <laughs> There's the eating and there's the davening. Uh, there's the eating and there's the escorting the chassan. So now, there is often a micro decision that we make. Or at least, maybe I'm just speaking personally. <laughs> oh, wow, I can't believe. It. But you're you can either eat a little more, or or go and join the marav minion right now, or you can eat a little more and go to the, go to the dancing. And and that often we experience those. Those questions of priorities, which are like broad, broad issues, I believe the soul is more important than the body, etc. But tachlis, we experience them in micro moments and little decisions that we make in our lives. A second thing that we can do in order to keep our body and soul properly together, first number one is to make sure we have priorities right, but number two would be midot, character traits. And I'll explain... Um, based on a source that I once had occasion to learn uh, how that works. There's a, there's a book by, uh, by uh, uh, Rav Chaim Vital called Shari Kedusha, which there's a section of it that is quoted by the Bali Musser, and uh, I was once in a, in, a, in a shir where we learned this source, and he explains the importance of midos, of character traits. And he says like this, a person, how many parts of the physical body are there? 613. 248 limbs, 365 connecting tissues, you do the arithmetic, uh, 613. How many parts of our neshama are there, our, 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 our lofty soul are there? He says there are also 613 parts. And there's 613 aspects of the Torah. There's 613 mitzvahs. So if you can imagine this all, now you have to, if you go, have to go back into computer history where we used to have those many-pronged uh, plugs that fit into the, uh, the 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 screens. Some of the people here don't know what I'm talking about, but there was once a time when there were probably like like 40 little prongs that had to fit into 40 little holes. Uh, so if you can imagine, 613 parts of the neshama, 600 parts of 613 parts of the body, 613 mitzvahs is the way they're going to connect. But, says Rav Chaim Vital, there's one thing missing. The only way we're going to get our body to connect to the Torah is through perfecting our midos, our character. Because 
we're not going to be able to do any mitzvahs unless we perfect our character. Any, any mitzvah. Any mitzvah involves some aspect of character, even if it's just to get up and go to just do what you're supposed to do. Uh, or, 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 uh, or have the humility to, to, to bow to HaKadosh Baruch Hu's authority. So the way to keep our body and soul together is through perfecting our character. And he gives us a graphic way of understanding how that works. So another thing that we can work on is, in, and that might be a, a, a Shabbat Batamas issue, and it might be a, a reflection of what Kla Yisrael saw, that maybe, maybe their midos had, had disintegrated to the degree where the Sefer Torah is burning and the, la- and the letters are flying off and splitting from the, and splitting from the cloth. And it's a message. Look at ourselves. Let's make sure that our letters and our cloth don't split apart and stay apart. How are we going to do that? By, by working on our mitos, by working on our character traits. And that keeps our body and soul together. We always have a dream, like if we could see the Shoresh of our Neshama. You read about that in, in spiritual books. It writes about the Shoresh Neshama of this person was so-and-so, and, and all sorts of, there are all sorts of wonderful things written about. And we always wonder, like, like how could I be able to have, like, a direct revelation from the source of my neshama and doing, well, there is a very clear way. If you perfect your midos, then you'll be able to, and do all the mitzvahs. So that's a tall order. And really, in the Shari Kedusha, which is actually a guide to Ruach HaKodesh, most of us don't get past that first chapter where he says, before you start thinking about getting Ruach HaKodesh, you first have to perfect your midos, all of them, do all the mitzvahs, Avoid all the averas, and now we'll talk. And then there's then there's the other chapters that are usually printed in Rashi script, so that so that you don't even you don't even know what what it's talking about. I will end with there's also an ashama and a goof of the Torah. The Torah is a we we the Torah is a way we relate to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and Hakadosh Baruch Hu relates to us. It's a relationship with Hakadosh Baruch Hu. The Torah is the Eishes Chayil. The Torah is, the Ramam says, one of the ways that we're Mekayim Avas Hashem is through learning Torah. Rav Chaim Velazhin says that as we're learning Torah, we should every now and then pause and have a thought of Yerushalayim. And that'll be like the preservative that'll keep our Torah going. That, if you will, is like the Neshama of the Torah. The Neshama of the Torah is having that that's the spiritual core of the Torah. The, the way we connect with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Like we say, we think about this every time, you can think about this every time you say Birkas Torah in the morning. <coughs> that, that it's our way of being Yodei Shemecha. So we have to connect up with that spiritual side of the Torah. And, and, uh, and, and it's not always, like when you're, when you're in the middle of a long discussion about a... A Gemara, a Pshat and a Gemara, or a Rashi, or a Tosos, and a Machlokas Rishonim. So, like, sometimes you forget about about what this is that we're doing. Um, and uh, Reb Chaim says, don't let that happen. Every now and then, take a moment of of Yerushalayim, and every morning, make sure you focus on Birkos Torah, and make sure you focus on Ava Solom, Ava Rabba, so that you're you're focused on on the Ruchnia side of the Torah, not just the body of the Torah, but also the Neshama of the Torah. I just want to end with a, with a, with a Misa of, of the Baal Shem Tov and, uh, and some words of, of, I guess, encouragement, despite the fact that it's, it's, a, it's a fast day. Um, the, uh, 
the Makkad of Mezrich was a great Talmud Chacham and a great Makubal, a very unique individual, before he met the Baal Shem Tov. And he actually didn't have so much time that he was with the Baal Shem Tov. There were other Talmudim that were with him for a longer time. But the Magad of Mezrich, at a, at a certain point, there are many, there's, there's a number of versions of, of how he met the Baal Shem Tov. But one of the versions about how he met the Baal Shem Tov is he decided that he wanted to check out the Baal Shem Tov. He heard about him. And so he, uh, he, he decided to go and spend the Shabbos with him. And that was, in those days, you didn't call ahead. You just, you just showed up. So he got his, 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 his wagon driver, whatever, his assistant, and they went to, uh, they went to, uh, uh, to, to Medjubish. And, uh, and he spent Shabbos. And, and the Balshemtov let him down. He's, the first Shabbos meal, the Balshemtov was talking about the horses and how the, how the guy who was, who was riding the horses, stopped the horses by the side of the road, and he fed him some oats. At first they didn't eat the oats. And, and then another thing with the horses, at the second meal, and the third meal, another story with the horses. And the Baal Shem Tov, and the, the Magad Mesrit said, he said to his, his assistant, this is one big mistake we made. He was very, very machmer, not to be not about Bittal Torah. And, uh, and the moment the moon rises on Motei Shabbos, we're, tra- we're out of here, we're traveling. So before the moon rises, of course, uh, otherwise the story would have never been whole. We also know the end of the story, that the Magna <laughs> Medjah became the, one of the major Talmudim of the Baal Shem Tov. So a messenger comes from the Baal Shem Tov and says, uh, he'd like to meet you. Anyways, he goes to the Baal Shem Tov's place where he was, where he was and there was a Sefer Kabbalah uh, that, that the Baal Shem Tov put on the table. And he, he opened it up. He says, uh, uh, how would you say pshat on this page? He said to the Magad of Mesrich. How would you understand this page? I forget what, he, what, the, you know, what the words are. are uh, I don't remember the words that I, in, the, in the version that I read. So he said it over. He said over how we thought that that page should be understood. Um, and it was something about malachim and spiritual worlds, like Kabbalah Svarim. Uh, so... Uh, so the, so the Baal Shem Tov said, are you sure? So he said, he looked it over, he says, I think so. He says, are you really sure? He says, he says if the Rav has a different uh, explanation, so please say. So he said, hold my hand. And it says that the Baal Shem Tov explained over that piece from the Kabbalah Sefer using the Magad of Mezrich's Pshat. But the Magad of Mezrich said later on, he says, when we read the page, when we talked about a spiritual world, we felt we were in that spiritual world. When we talked about a malach, we saw the malach. So the, the, the Belshemto said to the Magad of Mezrich, says, you learn well, but you were lacking the neshama of your learning. You were lacking the, the spiritual core of what you were learning. So, so one of the things that we're striving for on Shivasar Batamas is that connection between between the goof and the, the nefesh, uh, the body and the soul of the Torah, the body and the soul of our of our person. And the way to go about that is to focus on things that keep body and soul together. Number one, don't put the cart before the horse. Make sure that the focus is on the spirituality and and not the physicality. As important as physicality is, but it's 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 the tough L. Uh, and, and a lot of micro decisions are gonna are gonna be affected by that. Number two, to focus on mitos, to focus on on character, because that's what keeps us 
body and soul together, character. And uh, and and remember Reb Chaim Reb Chaim uh, who advises us to take a moment in the middle of our learning, think about Yira Shemayim. Uh, we can of course add to have special kavana during Birkas HaTorah and Avaraba and Avasolam to make sure that we're focusing not just on the goof of the Torah but also on the neshama of the Torah.